All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the ABL podcast with Ben and Aiden again. Um, and we're just going to be talking today sports again. Um, there's quite a bit to talk about going, with NFL free agency going on, March Madness about to happen, NBA trade deadlines coming up too. Um, but to lead it off, I just want to, because we didn't get to have a podcast to talk about this, uh, just mention the last two weeks of UFC um, starting with the first title fight that happened two weeks ago on the Adesanya uh, Blankovic card, you oh, had Peter Jan and Aljo Sterleman. Um, and those that fight was I, – I thought Peter Jan looked awesome in that fight. I definitely think he was up, but then he had that critical knee, which I don't know what's happening with all these, like, DQs and no contests from illegal shots and eye pokes and stuff. We had two this weekend and two, uh, one that weekend. Um, but I was just stunned because in the social media, there was so much hate for some reason on at Aljamain Sterling, people saying that like he faked, he faked, like, uh, faked and put on a show. So he didn't have to keep fighting or something like there's no way that knee did not give him a, a, a very severe concussion. I mean, he's just sitting on the ground and gets a straight knee to the temple. Like that puts people out all the time. So I think that was a little ridiculous that the guy who was a victim of an illegal shot is getting all the hate compared to the guy who had an illegal shot. Um, but anyway, it is a little, I thought it was a little weird that Sterling after that fight, like was talking about like some Cejudo fight. I think it's a little weak if he doesn't go and rematch uh, Peter Jan. I think that would be pretty soft of him, but um I mean, yeah, I think we need to see a rematch because Peter Jan was definitely winning. There's no doubt in my mind that he was winning that fight at, at the point of time that it was stopped, at least. Um, Can we get on with the uh, Israel Adesanya? It was just absolute disappointment. Hey, that's – that's um yeah, well, Adesanya – I mean, we saw Amanda, Amanda Nunez just rock that girl like we saw – we thought she would. So that, that fight was not really anything. doesn't really add to her legacy that much. Kind of just a what-was-going-to-happen kind of fight. But – yeah, Adesanya really stunk. I mean, looked fine on his feet. Um, I would say was getting the better uh, of John on his feet, not by a, a big margin by any means, but I think he had two of the first three rounds, and then Jan just got two takedowns, a takedown in the fourth and a takedown in the fifth, and it looked like there's just no chance for Adesanya to come up. So now this this John Jones thing is dead. Uh, at least until Adesanya like fully commits to lightweight and actually puts on weight. That's the only way, like he has no chance just doing what he tried to do with Blankowicz on John Jones, obviously. Um, but that, that looks like that's not going to happen anytime soon now. Um, I think Adesanya is just going to drop that back to the middleweight division and just run through that again. Um, but, but then this week we had a, uh, a couple yeah, of I would say something really quick about the UFC. Yeah, go ahead. With Adesanya losing, I feel like it's in a little bit of a weird spot as far as like fans because there's no like superstar now that Adesanya lost. Like I'm not saying like it UFC's in a bad position. I'm just saying it's in a weird spot as the sport because I feel like McGregor, you know, he's lost a couple. Like obviously he's still like king and like he's like yeah, a well, McGregor's McGregor's going to be fighting uh, this in the summer, and if he wins that fight, he's going to be fighting for. A championship it might be for a championship that fight. no i get that i get that but like i'm saying like recently he's lost out of yeah. lost 
uh, Khabib is retired. John Jones, we don't even know what like the he's doing. So like he's going to be biggest he's be fighting heavyweight soon. I know, I know, but like we still haven't seen him. Like it's been a while since we've seen John Jones. Yeah, so I'm right. saying like they're in a weird spot as far as like the number, like the number of stars right now that are like have the most hype. It's kind of it's kind of in a weird spot. I feel like yeah, and a lot of like the OG stars are are aging, like like a Connor and um and like. Connor, uh, Jan, uh, Jan's now a huge, he's a huge star now all of a sudden. I mean, um, but I mean, he's old too. Like you have Masvidal who's, who's getting older, Usman who's getting older, like all, all the, the best fighters, all the stars that have been like a staple of the, the best era of UFC ever. Um, they're, they're starting to en- enter like the points where a couple of them might start to fall off. And, so they're they're in a little bit of a tough spot, but I still think that they got some really good guys coming up as well. Like in the lightweight division, you you still have like Islam Makachev who's just gonna come come in and and he's gonna be a contender, I think, after this next fight. That I don't know who he's gonna fight next, but I think he'll definitely be a contender after that. Um, but yeah, there there's there's a couple of fighters that look like they're probably getting cl- like into the twilight of their peak and gonna be. Uh, I don't know how many years a lot of them got got left, but we'll see. I mean, it's unfortunate. I was disappointed as a huge Izzy fan that he lost, but uh, clearly, you know, lesson learned. A great big guy versus a great small guy. The great big guy is just going to win because the size really matters a lot. Um, anyway, we want to move on well, to the – Real quick, I do want to say also I'm fighting because we know I'm more of the boxing side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Recently announced, AJ, Anthony Joshua, and Tyson Fury oh, yeah, having two true. fights in 2021. Um, obviously, no matter who you are, I feel like everybody loves to see two like big heavyweight boxers go at it. Um, you know, kind of like Ali, um, and then even like the, um, you know, that those whole eras, like the Mike Tyson eras, you know, the Holyfield eras. Like everybody loves to see heavyweight boxers. Um, that's the most entertaining fight. So it's good to see that both fighters are going to be fighting in 2021. They're playing on it. And they're going to be two fights, which is going to be great, I think. Um, especially after the Wilder fight, we'll really see who the true heavyweight king is. I still would put money on Tyson Fury if I could, like, obviously. But um, I would put money on Tyson Fury no matter what. I mean, he's he really proved himself against the baddest man in the world, which is Deontay Wilder, who had the best right hook ever. Like, one right hook and you're done. And Tyson Fury really showed him showed out in that second fight. So it'll be interesting. I'm um, definitely looking forward to it. And yeah. Uh, and also Chocolatito uh, Estrada fight. Estrada got robbed or not Chocolatito Loki got robbed. I thought, but it was a fair fight, um, but it is what it is. I mean, I thought it was a good fight, even though Estrada won, I still think Chocolatito uh, deserved it. And Estrada goes down to my pound for pound rankings outside of the top 10. So. I think um, I'm really excited to to watch Fury again. Like he's just a really fun guy to watch. Heavyweight boxing is just it's pretty fun. Um, and I probably will be throwing some money on on Fury. Uh, also, rest in peace, uh, Hagler. Um, passed away this week. Rest in peace, uh, Marvin Hagler. I do want to say something really quick. Um, I know it was initially reported about his death was over the vaccine. Um, I guess that's now been refuted. Um, I guess he was, people were saying that he felt side effects from the vaccine, but I guess it's now proven refuted from what I saw, but also rest in peace, Marvin Hagler. I mean, a great fighter, one of the most all-time legends. Um, It's just sad to see that one of them is gone, especially after his loss. Um, 
against Sugar Ray Robinson, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he kind of went to more of a private private life and went to live in Italy. So um, it's sad to see Marvin Hagler go. You know, yeah. rest in peace. True boxing legend. Um, all right, and then we'll, we're just going to uh, touch on the NBA All-Star break a little bit. Um, <laughs> one of the Should more be... lame all, All-Star breaks. That break was probably ever. the worst. All- like, I didn't even – like, the only cool thing was three-point contest, like Curry hitting those shots. It was obviously fun. Yeah, it just – and that was only because it went down to the last ball. And, like, yeah, Curry and, like – just went off in that Curry, last ball. Like, Curry hitting threes, come on. That's actually fun. But I mean, it's like, and like, how are we supposed to care about the dunk contest when it's like dunk contest was so bad? Dude, yo. How are we supposed to yo. care when it's guys who don't play like like an average NBA fan hears those names and like doesn't Cassius even know Stanley? Who they are. Look, I know who Cassius Stanley is, but like a lot of people NBA, probably don't. <laughs> a lot of people don't. And like, if you look, it said has not. It, it said on his stats, like in the dunk contest, has not attempted an NBA dunk in season. <laughs> yeah, and then they have like Anthony, like. We want to see stars. Like, it doesn't and if you're not going to give us stars, like, give us Zach Levine like, and Aaron Gordon. <laughs> yeah, like, it doesn't have to be stars, though. Like, it can be, like, like if Anthony Edwards did it, that'd be fun, right? Yeah, that would have been super Anthony fun. Because he's just so bouncy. But, like, nobody wants to do it anymore because it's not cool. And Like, there's n- nothing cool about it anymore. It's kind of a joke. And, like, none of the big guys want to do it. No, nobody wants to risk getting hurt. And then the all-star game, I mean, whatever. We don't even need to talk. We don't even talk. Now we're talking about it. It's not even worth talking about. Yeah. All-star game's terrible. Just stupid. It's cool if you're, like, six. It's cool if, like, dude, not going to lie, though, if you're, like, six or seven, like, that's, like, the dopest thing. I mean, yeah. It's – I mean, yeah. I loved it when I was little. It's literally just three. It's literally for kids. It's it's for kids. It's three even done. Who wouldn't love that if you're six? Like, I remember I was, like, treating it as a big event. Now I treat it as, like, a less of an event than just, like, a normal NBA night. So. Yeah um and then real quick uh uh we're uh Embiid went down the other day with a injury on his knee I believe and yeah but uh they're saying Doc Rivers came out and said today that uh he's doing he's doing great right now recovering from it and and so it doesn't seem like it should be a big deal um it does affect the MVP though I think um it it could depending on how much time he's going to miss for sure yeah I mean especially like LeBron playing pretty well i think obviously lebron's i really player. don't think braun should be considered in the race really who, who do you think should be the other guy i seriously think like i would put Giannis ahead of him I what Giannis? dude look have you even seen what lebron's stats are it's lebron james he should be he should be winning it every year i think Almost dude, every lebron year. james has only deserved mvp once when he hasn't gotten it and that was the D Rose year. Other than that, there's no year he deserved it over the guy who won it. That's a fact. Go back and look. I, I implore you to go back and look. We can make this a topic for like another pod if you well, want. We'll make this another topic because I need to do I implore you to look. I don't know. I feel like it's a little crazy. Like, because no, no, no. This is just your brainwashed by the LeBron sexuals and the LeBron media. And, and like, He's gonna get a huge media push and get himself in the conversation. That's just the um, politics of the NBA, though. I feel like. The, yeah, uh, it it is. And LeBron, you know, LeBron, he writes. Like, no, the politics <laughs> that LeBron doesn't get MVP. <laughs> oh, you're Anthony Davis now. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that was hilarious to me. That comment, just LeBron, like, be, yeah, LeBron runs the NBA politics. So it's <laughs> it's that's just a little ridiculous to me, but. 
you know, him, as much as I hate to admit it, James Harden, but like, I just, they're never going to give it to him after what he did in Houston to start the year. Um, I think Jokic, I would have ahead of LeBron. It's just their team needs to pick it up a little bit. Damon Curry, if their teams were a little bit better. Um, but, you know, right now it, it's it's got to be Embiid and it's no one else. But we'll, we'll see how long till he returns. I don't know how long he's supposed to be out. But um, injury definitely could decide this year's MVP. I think Giannis is getting a little disrespected, though, because he's still playing dude, out of his mind. Dude, Giannis should not have a trilogy of MVPs. Like, that's just so annoying. I, but I, don't if, think I mean, it. I mean, he might deserve it. We'll see. People are just people are just have fatigue with him and uh, MVP fatigue, and, and also like can't get. Dude, the he's a great regular season player. Like, well, that's what the MVP is, dude. Nobody cares. It, no, it doesn't have anything to do that. with no, the playoffs. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, but it's just like I wouldn't. I still wouldn't put Giannis top five in MVP. No, no, like in general. Oh. Well, yeah, but that's not what the award. It's not. Okay, okay. I understand. Five in the I understand that then. Yeah, if you're gonna tell <laughs> off the award because I feel like the awards like mainly like numbers. Yeah, well, one thing that's just ridiculous is why don't they have like a full playoff MVP or something like like I don't know why they don't have more rewards in the playoffs. I've heard people like toss out that they need to have like a playoff All NBA team, which I think would be awesome. And like, well, what about just like what about like the you you don't get the MVP until like right before the finals or something like that? Like, well, like, even like with the Heisman. I, I mean, I don't like that, though, because that's – I don't know. I feel like that's, like – that kind of is, like, unfair to, like, a, a lot of the players because if you get bouncing around, like, I'd rather see a playoff MVP separate, like, okay. uh, then – and it's, like, at the end of the playoffs, like, you could even get bounced in, like, the Eastern Conference Finals and still win the MVP if you played that amazing. Like, something like that is what I would I would like to see. I hope they look into implementing that. I don't know why that – that's just like more stuff for people to talk about and generate stories for the NBA. So I don't know why they wouldn't do that. Um, and then anything NBA else you want to? Uh, no, not really. Do, do you want to talk about like Adam if we're gonna hit the if we're gonna hit the deadline just a little bit about talk, so why don't we talk about the deadline? I was just gonna bring up about the COVID scare and the All Star game. Oh yeah, that could have been a disaster. That, been, that was a little scary. Um, probably Adam yeah. Silver's worst. Like as great of a yeah. he's been, that was probably the worst look he's had. Yeah, that was probably. Yeah, I but, mean, yeah, but they got luckily he got through it. So whatever. Yeah, no, they, I mean, they got it, through it, so it's all right. But it could, it have, been could have been bad. Yeah, it, it, on the like literally on the way. Hard, to go. If people like Harden and like AD or like not AD, uh, like uh, like Zion tested positive. Like imagine if those two tested positive, we'd be like, wow. Yeah. I uh, I also just want to say, Joel Embiid had one of my favorite quotes from an NBA player in a while um, the say? other night, where he said, uh, he said, like, they asked him about him getting disrespected on the three-point line and, like, getting sagged off on. He said, I'm Joel Embiid. I don't get disrespected. I do the disrespecting. I just thought that was an awesome quote. Well, I mean, the best uh, NBA quote ever, or at least one of them, I think is the Larry Bird. He has so many. I mean, there's oh, one where yeah. he goes – 48 46 yeah. and counts all the way back from 50 or something like that yeah but that was back when that was back when dudes were like trash talk more it's like, like you don't see a lot room. of like cool how about the like, three-point contest one where he goes to the locker room and says huh who's coming to see who comes in second like yeah, that one just it. back back when like the all-star break was like people cool. really like the stars cared and it was like really cool and <laughs> If only it was like that now. If only we could get like all the great players and all the events. Like, but I mean, I get why the players don't 
I mean, it'd be cool, but I get, I get why they're, I don't know. I also get why they don't, but. I get why. I get why. I mean, like, I get why, like, LeBron James isn't doing a dunk contest, but, like, there's other guys. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I just want to touch on the Celtics for a second. Um, so, obviously, you know, they've been, they were struggling a little bit, but they're coming out of the all-star break. I'm starting to get a little hope back. Kemba's playing well. Um, we've been rumored. The other day we were rumored uh, to be looking to try and get John Collins, which would be awesome. That would be uh, interesting. I think that would be a good fit. That would be really fun, really awesome to, uh, trade to happen. I'm still really, really hoping we can get Harrison Barnes. I think that would be so big for our team because then we wouldn't have to play Grant Williams and Ojale so much. And those guys, they just can't do anything on offense. Like, they're just standing in spots. But, yeah, I, I'm just really hoping the Celtics can get a guy. Um, I was also pretty disappointed to see that Kyle Lowry wasn't going to get traded because I was – Hoping you get traded to like the Nuggets or even the Sixers, that would make them. That would really help the Sixers out, but looks like they're not trading them. Um, uh, we speaking on so if we're speaking on NBA trade deadline, I did want to say I think I saw like NBA Central tweet this out about how the Magic said I think Fultz and somebody else were untouchable, but Vucevic probably and, Isaac, Jonathan I Isaac. I think it's Jonathan Isaac, but I'm not a hundred. But I think, uh, but like Fultz is untouchable. But like Vucevic is a go. Like he's open on the market. There's a couple other guys that, like Gordon? Ryan Anderson. I think he's on the market. Evan Fournier. What about Aaron Gordon? I think he might be the one that's untouchable. I don't know. Uh, I'm seeing that he he's getting linked Aaron Gordon's getting linked with the Timberwolves or the Trailblazers I also the Timberwolves are really trying to get John Collins which is a little interesting um is that maybe some in case cat leaves yeah so so uh <laughs> it says Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz are considered untouchable per Chris Mannix and that Aaron Gordon Evan Fournier and Nikola Vucevic are all available I yeah I think interesting to get rid of them um to get rid of those three guys. I think it's smart to hold on to those three, those two Isaac and, and Fultz. Cause yeah. it's going to be another, it's going to be another, they're still going to have to rebuild for like another two years. And, the, and those guys could be a legitimate part of their future. I mean, Isaac was amazing before was playing really, really well before he got hurt uh, in the bubble last year. That's keeping him out all this year, unfortunately. And then Fultz was playing, looking really good too. I mean, that guy's just so athletic. It's like, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy for Fultz. I feel like he can turn it around. I know he's been hurt, but yeah, I'm rooting for him. I still feel like he could have had a really good career if he didn't hurt, hurt his shoulder or whatever that messed yeah, up. Yeah, it's, it's in in the rumored motorcycle crash or whatever. I don't know what that situation is. I, I mean, a lot of that's too the mental, like especially being as a rookie and like having such high hopes and. Yeah, but I mean, his his, his like shot form was like, yeah, and at the free throw line was just totally different when he came to the um, league. Real, college real quick, I don't know if you want to talk about this or not, but um, I was thinking about I saw like a post about how the one, two, and three picks from this year are super entertaining and they could be a big future. Um, Wiseman's been looking good. I don't know if you've seen lately. I think yeah, they've all looked good. I thought Anthony Edwards is looking good too. Lamelo, yeah. I think, is the best though right now oh, well I think yeah Lamella looks the best for sure um I mean the guy just puts up stats so easily like he he's, fun. Has a he's fun to watch I know I know that I know like Bleacher Report gets um a lot of slack because like all they do is post about like the same <laughs> yeah but, like still like dude no, like, he's... Lamella's highlights are so much fun to watch 
Yo, like Lamelo's on the Hornets, and the Hornets are one of the most fun like teams to watch in the league. Honestly, like they're super fun. You got because like, of Lamelo. Other like, great Lamelo's players. A big part of that. Yeah, Lamelo's a huge part of that. He's the most fun guy on the team to watch. But then you have like other fun guys like Terry Rozier who's shooting the hell out of the ball, and then you got uh, like Devonte Graham, like good players. Um, you want to talk about some NFL free agency now? Yeah, let's get into it. There's been quite a few signings. Uh, quite. Let's, yeah. just say that, let's just say Bill Belichick has been going to work. And I think, hey. I think he's known this for a while. I think he's been plotting this for months, knew that the season was going to go the way it did. And I knew, and I think he knew this is how the offseason is going to go. This is who I'm targeting. This is what I want. I mean, the Pats got Johnny Smith, Hunter Henry, Nelson Aguilar. Um, uh, who's the guy from uh, 49ers born? Uh, Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne. And who's the other one? Who's the guy Did from? Did you say Judon? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they went to work, and I think. Oh, and we got uh, uh, Mills from, from the. Oh, England. yeah, Mill, Mills from Philly, right? Yeah. Dude. He'll be more corner depth. Dude, I mean, even if they get rid of Stephon Gilmore and, like, depending on what they get out of it, like, it doesn't matter. Like, I think they're in a great spot. Still, you got to worry about the Chiefs. I mean, there's other teams you got, like, Bills. You still got to worry about them, but. Patriots don't see them if they're back in it. I know you think like, you know, a lot of pass fans feel this way, like Cam Newton, like he just looked like he couldn't throw the ball like 15 yards down the field. I got, I I got some thoughts on that. I I do think though, people like really need to give, understand that this guy didn't have a preseason, new team with COVID like OTAs, none of that was there. So the fact that this guy and his best weapons were what Edelman, Jacoby Myers, like those naughty edelman was like hurt or, yeah and like he was not. like playing hurt for like half the year and then he finally when it was like clear we're not making all right so this. i'll say this nelson aguilar i think is a solid receiver born is a i think decent receiver wouldn't you agree i mean yeah well can i just say something about cam newton real quick yeah. um so although it was awful what we watched happen last year but with him he he just looked terrible down the stretch but we, he, like you said, no weapons that are going to get open for him. So it's not like he's getting, he was getting like many easy throws. And also he, there were games where he threw the ball. Amazing. I mean, you had in the Seahawks game, Dude, Seahawks game <laughs> he had me convinced he's one of the best throwing quarterbacks in the league. In Dude, the I was Seahawks convinced game. he was like, yo, this is the return of Cam. He's going to be MVP. Yeah. It was like, whoa, is this going to be MVP Cam? Like, I mean, he was amazing in that game. And then he got COVID came back and was just trashed. So I think, but Especially when we're signing, I mean, like you said, I think Nelson Aguilar, I think we might have paid him just – we might have overpaid him just a little bit. But you're going to get him? Like... Yeah, I mean, he's he's going to be – our. Uh, he's a good receiver. I thought he was great on the Raiders last year. He, might, I don't know. There's, there's probably, like, for, like, a lot of, like, more casual fans, there's probably still a little thought, like, they remember the Eagles, you know, dropping balls with the Eagles, yeah. uh, Aguilar, but – it's that's not the guy that the Patriots signed. They signed a different receiver. I mean, he was great on on the the Raiders, like catching jump balls, stretching the field. I, no, mean, I thought he was good. He could seriously really uh, he he can catch fifty ball fifty fifties. Yeah, he was great. And Kendrick Bourne, I mean, he's solid right now. He's our second best receiver. Um, really hoping we address that in the draft still. But uh, and speaking of man, that, speaking of that, I I, I do want to say like. If Waddle's there, obviously you take him. But I wouldn't even mind taking – if I'm a Patriots fan, I wouldn't even mind, like, you know, taking Rashad Bateman. Yeah, like I got reaching a little bit for him. You know what I mean? 
I mean, I'm not going to be upset if we reach for a talented wide receiver just a little bit, whatever, that's fine. Cause that's, I mean, that's our biggest need, but the thing also is I'm starting to believe that maybe they won't even invest in the wide receiver that are like in that first round because after, so Jenny Smith, I mean, I think that guy is, yeah, Smith is uh, I think he's the third player. best tight end in the NFL. Well, you got, well, you got Kelsey, you got uh, yeah. Kittle, you got probably Darren Waller. Oh yeah. Sorry. Fourth best. Yeah. And Fourth then, best. Darren Waller. Johnny Smith. And then Johnny uh, Smith. I mean, that guy is as, forgetting a, about something, like, as a receiver as no, we're not. It's, it's like who else would be Mark Andrews, but I really don't think Mark Andrews is that great. I think, uh, Johnny Smith is definitely a better player in my opinion. Um, but I think Johnny Smith's awesome. He's so fast with the ball. I'd love to see a lot of like tight end screens with him. And then we signed Hunter Henry, which I'm a little concerned with his ability to stay on the field, but if he's ability wise. Yeah. Yeah. But if he is able to stay healthy, that's going to be a a amazing signing because we're going to have that double tight end set. And the reason I was saying potentially the Patriots might not invest that high in a wide receiver is because they're, I mean, the way they're building the team right now, it feels like they're going to be like, they're going to have like good run blocking wide receivers and they're gonna they're gonna go jumbo sets and run these double tight ends where they can switch out into passes with them and just have Cam Newton and Damian Harris and we've been linked to Chris Carson today possibly signing him. That'd be um, interesting. Yeah, and and I think we'll just be a control like the time grind the rock football team where we have like a pretty okay defense, solid defense. the The only thing about Chris Carson, I would love to get him and and. I think we definitely need to add another running back that can actually run because we have James White, but he can't like he can't be a between the tackles guy. And I don't want us to just run Damian Harris into the ground. And I am not a believer at all in Sonny Michelle or Rex Burkhead, really. So I would like to see us address that if we have to in the draft or something like that. But uh, I'd love to get Chris Carson. I just can't imagine Bill Bel knowing Bill Belichick that. Well, not actually personally knowing him, but <laughs> following Bill Belichick, thinking um, that some other team wouldn't be willing to pay more for a running back like that than Bill Belichick, because we've never really seen him pay for a running back. So, hey, you don't rule out anything. Um, I think this year we've kind of seen like, hey, he's like really kind of going outside of his comfort zone when signing all these free agents. So maybe I think he has something up his sleeve. Like Bill's a smart, like obviously he's probably the most respected coach in the NFL. So yeah, he's probably I, got something up his sleeve. I think if if we can have a, a solid draft, I think that the Patriots could seriously be like a 10 win team. But I, I don't think I would, we're gonna win the yeah. Super Bowl like that or anything this year. I think this is still especially, like especially be good. with the AFC talent right now. Yeah, yeah. We're not better than a, a lot of teams out there. Um or a couple of the teams. It out depends there. on how the Ravens do. I mean, what they're yeah, we'll see. I mean they lost in Gakwe, they lost Judon. Let I, I mean that's those are some big key guys on their on their D line, which is kind of what they play through a lot of uh, the last couple of years. But if we can have a, that's all, but uh, I don't think we're going to be better than the Bills or anything like that. Although I mean, I do believe that Josh Allen's just one little careless run where he just drops his shoulder instead of sliding, like he tends to sometimes want to do. Uh, from the Bills being like a lot more of an average team. Um, so who knows? But uh, yeah, I'm really excited, really looking up with the Patriots. Stoked. <laughs> uh, do we want to talk about 
Drew Brees retiring, Taysom Hill's contract, and Jameis Winston resigning. Okay. So Drew Brees retiring, totally time to go. Probably yeah. a year or two, <laughs> to like, probably a year or two too long. Should have probably yeah, retired earlier, but definitely this year he did not need to play. Yeah, there's no. I don't even think the Saints probably didn't want him coming back either. I would assume. Um, but then that like so, what is up with this tape? Like, I don't know if I just don't understand. Um, that's also like it gives them cap room, but like his contract looks insane. Yeah, it, it's like one hundred forty four year, one hundred forty million. Um, but the extension apparently it was to create much needed like salary cap relief, I guess. Yeah, I saw something like that. It gives them more space, but like I don't know what like why he is getting that money. Like I don't know why he's getting paid that much. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. So his base salary is tiny. It's oh, is it like all incentives and like one point? His base salary is only like one mil, and then and then it's like around, uh, and then like a bonus spread out for like an extra two mil a year over over the whole contract. But it, it's just to clear up because they're in a terrible. I know they're in an awful cap spot right now, so it's it's to clear up that they did the contract and re reworked what he had to uh, make it so that they weren't paying so much right now like this year so that they can have a little bit more space. Cause I know that the salary cap went down and, and they just have no cap space. There's a couple other teams that are squeezed like that as well. Um, so like the Rams, <laughs> um, another signing that happened that I was a huge fan of was the Aaron Jones signing. They got him at a good price. I thought, um, and I mean, if you can get them at, at a decent price like that, where they're just paying, you know, what, like around like what, like eight mil, nine mil a year, something like that. Um, that's, that's good for a guy who's, I mean, like obviously the Devonte Adams is, is their best player on offense, but, or not best, like skill player on offense, like not quarterback, like wide receiver, tight end running back. But, but Aaron Jones is the guy who can like, take a screen pass and just rip it up field for 70 yards and stuff like that. So I think he's a huge playmaker for them, especially on a team that really kind of lacks playmakers in my opinion. Um, I'd like to see them sign a wide receiver, but uh, I think that would be very smart of them. I don't, I mean, I'm still upset at like drafting um, love last year. I'm still upset at that. I don't I'm know still why kind of upset that. at Dylan too, why they drafted him last year. But he's I guess he's doing good though. I know, but I just I think that they could have done something that could help have helped them more last year. But um, I, they did have a time where a, a point in the in the year where they kind of didn't need him because of uh, Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones being banged up. But I think that for Green Bay to really compete again, that like for if they want to contend again, I I think they needed Aaron Jones back or they need to sign like another stud skill maker on a uh, skill player. But another one that happened that I was, um, I thought he would return to the Steelers just because he was coming off injury, but the Titans made a big commitment to Bud Dupree for five years, 85 million. I think Bud Dupree is an absolute baller. So I love this signing. I think that's huge for the Titans. I mean, this, this guy's, I, I think he's an amazing player. I don't know what you think, but. Uh, I think he's sick, dude. And like, he got he got his payday, so good for him. He deserves it. Um, I think the Titans are really good. Like they're a really good team right now. So 
even with even with John with Johnny Smith out, I still think they're a good team because Waller's coming back. Obviously, Waller's not Johnny Smith, but Waller because don't forget Waller. I think sat out the entire twenty twenty season, and I think he said he's coming back. Or not Waller, who Delaney yeah, Walker, I was, Delaney Walker, Delaney Walker. My bad. Okay, okay, I was very. I don't know why confused. I kept on saying Waller, Delaney Walker. My bad. I'm so sorry. I mean, but do do. Delaney Walker's kind of old now. He too. is old, but he's still solid. Like he's, he's not okay. Smith. He's okay. They they have other younger um tight ends that are pretty good. Um like who did they have last year that was doing pretty good? Um I can't think of the top of my head. Yeah, me neither. Um but uh, dude, I can't believe I meant to say Delaney Walker the whole time. I was thinking Delaney Walker. Oh yeah, it, it was like Ant- they have Anthony Fersker, who's pretty solid. They have uh McCall Pruitt, who's not too bad. Like they got some decent guys that that can make it work. Um yes, but and, and yeah, but I think that's a big pickup for that defense. Uh that which was like an okay. I mean, not a great defense, not a very good defense actually at all last year. So <laughs> um uh, yeah, so any anything else? Any what other free agents have we not? Marvin touched? Jones to the Jags. Interesting how Urban's setting up for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, who else? I, I think that's pretty much all I can really think of. I mean, we're still waiting on a couple of guys. Like Richard um, Sherman's still a free agent. Like, there's still a couple guys that are. Yeah, you have like Richard Sherman, Patrick Peterson, Curtis Samuel. Joe. Oh, Joe Thune went to the uh the Chiefs. Oh, yes, he did. Yeah, Big I was really. Guy. I thought that would have been a good signing for like the Bengals or to go with Corey Lindsley for the Bengals. Um, I think that they really should have cashed out on one of those guys because, like. Joe Mixon, I think, is an awesome running back, but I mean, he needs blocking, and you need to protect your quarterback. Like, they got to figure it out over there. I think. Um, uh, but oh, I think Dave, Corey Davis I, went to the Jets. Who did? Corey Davis. Oh yeah, Corey Davis did go to the Jets. I think Corey Davis is really good. So I do too. Um, and then we we had uh, I thought Joe Thune to the Chiefs for the Chiefs. Uh, a really good signing because I thought their O-line was pretty terrible down the stretch. I, I know they were missing that one guy who like sat out to be a doctor and then the Super Bowl, they uh, they were missing um, another guy because he got hurt the game before. Uh, so they were definitely banged up, but you know, they just got manhandled by that, that Bucks defense. So that's a smart thing to address their weaknesses. Same thing with the Chargers to get, I mean, Corey Lindsley is the best center in the, in, in the, NFL and and that's for sure that's but he their their all line wasn't very good they couldn't run the ball at all for to help out Herbert and you also need to add some more protection for Herbert so I think that was a super awesome like amazing signing by them like maybe my favorite signing of the entire free agency so far um oh yeah Trey Hendrickson went went to uh Cincinnati Four years, sixty million. I honestly don't know how great Trey Hendrickson is. I feel like he was a little bit of a beneficiary of a pretty solid Saints D line um, last year, and not having to like face any double teams. But he did put up sacks, so maybe he can continue to get uh, be a sack like machine. But I don't know. I, I honestly think he is going to regress significantly on the Bengals, uh, where he does. He's going to be like more of a focus personally that's pretty much it though i don't really think there's any other free agents that we're really missing yeah i'm pretty sure that's most of it i mean jj watt went to arizona i don't really care that much oh what actually no we are missing one that's actually pretty big 
Yannick Ngakwe signed with the Raiders. Um, oh, yeah. That's, that's cool. huge for the Raiders because if their defense can just be okay and they can have, like, pretty much the same offense as last year, then they will make the playoffs because their defense was the only reason they didn't make the playoffs last year. I mean, they were good. Uh, I think they were a good team. No, I know, but, like, you still got, like, Chargers will probably be a wild card, and then you got potentially the Patriots. Well, why do you think the Chargers are going to be a wild card? What makes you think that? I think the Raiders are better than the Chargers. Dude, I think I think the Chargers are going to be good next year. Just sleep. I mean, I think Herbert's a stud, but I mean, dude, how if many you look games? At some of the games that they lost. If you look at some of the games that they lost. It's like, but it's like how many games are going to be right there for you, and you're just going to lose? Like, I don't know. I mean, they could definitely. I mean, that's one of the more competitive. That could be one of the more competitive divisions. Uh, not to say like, not to, obviously the Chiefs are going to win it. Like, let's just unless something crazy happens, but. I mean, like, in terms of they're going to have three really good teams. So, and, and maybe four, maybe four good teams. So, who knows? Uh, at least four teams that I think have potential. Yeah. Um, All potentially wild card teams, possibly. Yeah. Probably not the Broncos, but. Yeah, Yannick Ngakwe is a big, uh, big signing. And Ravens lost some key players, not going to lie. Yeah, I'm just looking to see if, if we're missing any um, no, other really. big signings. I don't think so. Yeah, I think that's about it. Um, Gronk resigned. Like all the guys, re- a lot of guys resigned to um to the Bucks. Did Shaquille Barrett? Uh, he signed somewhere. Forget. Um. Oh. Oh, he got brought back. Okay, so he got brought back, and the only other big guy is Leonard Fournette. Um, I think he's going to be a guy that some team should be looking into. The Oxo heard a rumor to make a push for him. You know, I wouldn't mind my Patriots making a little look for him, but we're not. Try- I'm not trying to give him a bag or anything because he he does have some trouble staying on the field, at least in his career. But he was also running to the ground a little bit in Jacksonville when that was happening. So, um, and then is is that all we really want to talk? Oh, and then March Madness coming up. Yeah, I was say if you were. I mean, uh, um, my favorites. Obviously, I think Illinois is the big favorite right now. Yeah, they're they're going to be so hard to beat because they got Ao on the perimeter, and then they got Kofi yeah, down Kofi, low, seven Kofi footer. I mean, he's a monster. That that combination of just like perimeter scoring and and just size down low, I think is going to be super tough to beat because I I think size is extremely important in this in the NCAA tournament, just because, you know, you got this, you got less space, like the smaller three-point line. So things aren't as spread out. Um, yeah. I also think that they should be the number one favorite. They should be, yeah. They're the favorite. Obviously Gonzaga is good, but I don't know. This happens year in and year out with Gonzaga. I know they've been close, but it's tough. Yeah. To but they are, they're always knocking on the door, but I mean, this could be their year, but at the same time, but at the same time, sorry, just burp. <laughs> at the same time with Gonzaga, like they always do this where they front, they they get like a heavy schedule to begin with, and then they play their their conference, and it's just not the same caliber of, of um, toughness as like as it was earlier in the year. So then when they go to the tournament, I feel like when they face a team from like a power five conference, it's like a little bit of a hit to the mouth or something like that. They're just not used to playing that week in and week out. So I mean, I hope they do it. I mean, I'm rooting for Gonzaga. They've they've definitely deserved it. They've been a top basketball school. Um, some sleepers I got. I think Cuse is going to make some noise. I think Cuse is legit. Uh, yeah, Georgetown, I think, will make some noise. I think Georgetown's a very good team. I, yeah, I see everyone picking that Georgetown upset, including myself. But <laughs> yeah, uh, everyone's picking that. 
One team, I don't know why, but I really like them, is Utah State. I think Utah, that – Yeah, I mean, I could see that. I, I think that they're going to upset Texas Tech. I seriously I, I have them winning, but I don't, I don't think it's going to be – or I have like Texas Tech winning, but I don't think it's going to be a close game. Yeah, I mean Utah just is, has a lot more size than Texas Tech, so I think it could be a good matchup. They're similar like shooting teams, but uh, yeah, I mean I was trying to make my bracket today, and and that was my big upset. I've got Winthrop, Winthrop beating Villanova. Um, I you think do. My final, my wow, final four is, I was looking at that one, but I went with Villanova. My final. Four I like is, Purdue. Uh, yeah, I mean, my final four is Gonzaga, Bama, Arkansas, Illinois. So I got two SEC teams. I think Arky and Bama are legit. Don't sleep on them. Uh, I think they've done a phenomenal job. I think one team that's that's a little – You don't wait, Arkansas? Yeah. I'll be honest. I was making my bracket today. As of right now, I have Utah State upsetting them as well. Really? Arkansas is legit. I mean, you got to get a little crazy with the brackets, obviously. Like, there's going to be some crazy upsets, so you got to try and predict some. But – I, and if I'm, gonna, if I'm going to say two teams that are that are a little bit fraud-esque, like I don't want to say they're frauds, but two teams that I'm not Michigan? too hot on, Ohio State. I mean, I think that I'm having trouble with, with, with them just because, you know, they, they're a team that doesn't turn the ball over a lot, and they're like a good shooting team and free throw shooting team. And that often um, – that can often, like, be something that decides games. Uh, but – yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that they could definitely get upset, but I really like Houston a ton also. Yeah, Houston's a good one, except I, I have them being upset by Q's. Yeah, I have them losing to Illinois as of right now. I think uh, I might have had Q's losing in the first round, to be honest. I, I just think that they're going to be upset potential. And then um, who else? I think – oh, the other fraud kind of fraud team is um, – like, I know they have the, the – presumed number one pick in the NBA draft this upcoming year, but Oklahoma state. Yeah. I know they made the big 12 tournament, but I just don't think they're that good. Um, the only team that might give Illinois some trouble is Tennessee in that bracket too. I think Tennessee is a really good team. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be, I, I wouldn't be surprised by Tennessee. They haven't been insanely consistent this year. So Oregon, Oregon, I wouldn't be surprised if they made some noise. I know they're peaking at the right time. That's okay. Nice. So I was saying, I guess fraud team. I don't know if you heard. So I was saying Cade Cunningham. Uh, I know he's the number one pick probably in the draft, but I do think they're a little bit fraud. I know they won the big 12 championship. Uh, or I mean, didn't win. I know they went to the big 12 championship and then lost to, uh, to Texas, but I don't know. I do think they're a little bit fraud esque. Uh, and then some just other upsets I've got going on. I've got. Uh, I, I, have Cunningham. I think he's super icy. So I, I have them beating Tennessee personally. I have Tennessee winning that game, but. Um, I do have uh, USC losing. I have Oregon upsetting Iowa. I think Oregon's going to do well. Um, Dana Altman, like you can't sleep on Oregon, and they're peaking at the right time. LSU could LSU. I wouldn't be surprised if they upset Michigan. And then I have Michigan State or UCLA beating BYU. Those are like the only like crazy. I I, I also wouldn't um be surprised if Michigan got upset by LSU. I think Michigan's are frauds. Um, I, think I don't want to say the frauds because they, they do have an impressive resume, but like, I don't know. I have, I'll say right now, I have Florida State going to the final four at the moment. I have Florida State losing. I like them a lot. And you, you like USC game. no matter who they play because they have to, they don't know who they're playing yet between Wichita and Drake, I think it is. Yeah. Hmm. Really? 
I don't believe in Drake like that at all. So I don't know. I, I don't think USC is really like that. Maybe they maybe they survive, they survive the first game, but I mean, I just, in my opinion, it's just they're gonna have the best player by far in the first game, and I just think that's gonna be Evan Mobley's gonna be enough to get the job done. What What about your thoughts on Iowa? I mean, they good. They're good. They have uh, Garza. Um, but do you have obviously legit. Like they're a good team, but I, I just see them losing to Oregon. I just do. Yeah, I like Oregon. Get them out too. I I haven't picked that game yet. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sure which one I, I I'm gonna take. But um, yeah, I, I don't know if I have any other sleeper teams. Like I, I like Utah State a lot to potentially beat Arkansas. I think they'll beat Texas Tech, and then maybe I get super crazy. Maybe I get Utah State over Ohio State or something. I think there's a chance Ohio State loses to Florida in the second round, or even Virginia Tech, depending on who it is. But um. But, you know, they, they are a good team. So I, I don't want to, like, pretend like they're frauds or anything. If Houston didn't have to play any of the – if they were playing, like, any of the one seeds except for Illinois, I honestly would probably have them go into the Final Four. I really yeah. like Houston this year. Uh, um, I, know, I think the one seeds are very talented this year. Um, this is probably the strongest. I feel like the, I've – been the most confident about these one seeds in a long long time really i i i don't know if i feel the same like that um Illinois, I think Baylor, this year can be Indiana, michigan like i do i do think that's probably the best in a while i i mean i think this this tournament could get really 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 crazy like one of the crazier tournaments in in recent memory potentially we'll, we'll see, see. we will see I'm, I'm really excited now you know i'm you know, it's when it gets started, everybody gets so excited. I'm there with everybody. <laughs> yeah, well. All right, is that wraps? Or? That's about right. That's Rapsitos. Uh, I guess we'll catch you guys next week. Um, yeah, catch you guys hopefully Sunday. Yeah. All right, guys. Peace, Peace out. out.